0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Bridal Mess, the show where each week your bridal bestie, me, Amir Lawali, dishes about the latest wedding scandals and gossip from a friend of a friend of the bride. So sit back, grab a glass of champagne, and let's get messy. This week's guest is Justine Morris. Justine is a marketing professional in New York City. Most recently, she moved to Westchester right outside of the city, where she lives with her husband and cat. This past year, Justine was diagnosed with breast cancer, which resulted in an impromptu backyard wedding, five months of chemo, two surgeries, and a recent radiation start. Justine will be getting married again in France to her husband, Dan. They've been planning a destination wedding for the last two years and will have over 100 friends and family in attendance. Welcome,
1: Justine. Hi, I'm so excited to be on with you.
0: I'm so excited to have you. I was trying to just it earlier and make it clear, like when I first started like looking at wedding things on TikTok, I kept getting like sent her videos, which confused me from the algorithm because I was like not thinking of destination wedding. But I feel like <laughs> it was like the stars telling me what was going to happen in the future.
1: <laughs> yes, and that was pretty much my plan. I remember when I first started making TikToks, I'd be like, why wouldn't you be doing a destination wedding? Or like, this is your sign to have a destination wedding. And I was like, do you feel like you're spending too much money on weddings? Here's
0: your sign. (laughs) Yes, that was 1000% your vibe. Because every video I was like, "Mm, she's right, I am done. It was like the most beautiful venue. And you were there for days and was every choice for like a fourth of the price. And I was like, you know, maybe she's on to something. Like maybe she's right. (laughs) And I feel like, where are you getting married? In Portugal.
1: Okay. And I feel like so many people are like destination weddings like Mexico. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I'm like, I mean, sure. That's lovely, all-inclusive resort. Like, that's nice. But there's a big world out there and so many amazing spots to get married. Portugal being one of them, like yeah. all- Europe, Ireland, like Africa. I've seen so many crazy places to get married where I'm like, why
0: wouldn't you do that? you see and that's the thing i always thought i thought destination i thought beach and i don't like the beach i don't like sand i don't like sweating and so i was like it was never for me and i started to see other options i was like oh wait that is a vibe i can get with so thank you for being part of that movement
1: (laughs) so glad i know i think in the u.s i talk to a lot of my girlfriends that are engaged right now how expensive it is Mm -hmm. and they're like How much are your flowers or how much is your photographer? And I kept telling them my prices because I'm getting married in France. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my bouquet is $70. And they were like, $70. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, like, and I feel like that's a lot. (laughs) They were like, no, girl, like it is $250 to like $500 here. It's going to be so good. Yes. So good. And I like, and that's the one thing that, I don't even think it's that expensive. I think it's, like, 17,000 euros for 110 people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, like, I feel like that's a little bit expensive. But, like, it is a, like, crazy meal of, like, duck and oysters and, like, everything you can think of. Cheeses and salads. And it's, like, five course. And it's two hours of cocktail and then two and a half hours sit-down meal. And, like,
0: that sounds exactly. pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we, we're having the same wedding. I, it's the <laughs> amount of food. That's all I keep telling you. I'm like, you're going to come to my wedding and you're going to eat. I'm like, yeah. fast, fast the day before because you will eat constantly for 12 hours.
1: Yeah. And you can't do that in the States. No. They. My wedding planner was very clear early on. She was like, it is not like a United States wedding. She's from the U.S. and lives in mm-hmm. France and that's kind of where she gets everything. And she was like, your cocktail hour, two hours minimum. She was yep. like, your dinner – three hours. She's like, and then you go to your reception. She's like, and that goes until 4am and they'll bring out more food. Yes. <laughs> I As was it like, should okay.
0: be. Yeah. As it should be. I've awoken this in me and I hope it spreads to other people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally.
0: <laughs> what has been your messiest bridal moment so far?
1: I think the one of my recent ones, I had a very delayed bridal shower whole cancer thing. But I finally got it. (laughs) And so naturally, I wanted it to be about me. Yes. As it should be. Yeah, as it should be. A lot of people in my family have recently had children, like one and under. I think I have like six cousins all with a child, one and under. And Mm -hmm. so I said, no kids. And that was heated. I think people ultimately, they, like, got over it. But it was a lot of, well, we're not going to be able to come. What about a babysitter? And then I was like, you guys, like, husbands can watch them or other people. That was pretty big. And then I think just with a destination wedding in general, a lot of people will just not come, which is fine. And kind of got – I don't want to say irritated that we planned it. But, like, kind of like, how dare you ask me to spend my time, my money on going to this wedding. And so – can't blame anyone. I get it. We don't want anyone to attend if they don't want to be there. But it it did surprise me of who said yes.
0: Okay. Same. And I was, someone actually just posted this on TikTok, like who's also having a destination wedding. You go into it knowing that people, not everyone can go. And I I get it. If you are someone who takes one vacation a year, one trip a year, it should not be on my wedding, who I'm your third cousin, to is like, I get that. So I told myself going, I was like, I would not get my feelings hurt. And now that I'm nine less than nine days out, oh, my feelings have been hurt <laughs> quite often. I've hurt my own feelings. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something you can't get over that you weren't people you weren't expecting. But then like you think about it, like, look, industries are changing, my industry in particular is changing, jobs are changing. People have to make choices, and you don't think you'll get your feelings hurt, they do. I think that's also a theme of bridal planning in general. Like, what? I'm a very sensitive person now. It's very weird. Yes. What are feelings? And you're
1: right. You hurt your own feelings all the time. I Mm -hmm. think that's because we have this, like, thought of what our wedding's going to look like. And it's not always going to go that way, and it's going to change, whether it's who's standing by your side or, I mean, in my case, like, would I have ever thought I'd... I have I do have hair now, so that's not a complaint. But it's very yeah. not I have one I have one breast. I don't know if I can say boob on podcast. I have one boob. So I'm a uniboob right now, not really. Just cause <laughs> surgeries didn't work. They had to take out an implant. And this is where we're at. There's literally nothing I can do about it. Would I have yeah. ever been like, can't wait for my wedding and I'm gonna have one boob for all of my outfits? No. But <laughs> you know what? Here we are. <laughs> Life. Yeah, life happens, and yeah, but getting yeah getting people not here to the wedding, it's definitely been hard. I have a lot of family members not coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's <laughs> how it is for you. So here's the thing:
0: I overinvited, thinking that people would say no and to send me gifts. So I severely overinvited. I think the final number is like three forty.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes,
0: I know, I know. <laughs> and so right now we're right under two hundred, and I think it's. A good sweet spot, which is still a lot. People
1: going that supposedly,
0: is a ton. I okay. know. And I made a rule where you could not RCP unless you posted your flight tickets. Like I wanted to make sure that you invested money because uh-huh. if you cancel last minute, you lose something. I lose something. I can't be that mad at you. Like it's, right. it's fine. I was very surprised.
1: Yeah, but that was a great idea of sending flight details. We just we did it. Forty five people are staying in the chateau, and we are. Mm-hmm covering the accommodation costs for them. And these were like our closest friends that we were like, we really want you to be there and we don't want money to be what holds you back. So like we're going to take care of the accommodation. Oh,
0: that's amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, our venue was still cheaper than what we'd ever have spent in the tri-state area. And we get mm-hmm. a like – so essentially we're giving everyone a vacation. And then on site we have these little bungalows that fit, you know, two people that we are making people pay for, but it's less than $100 a night. So those people did have to upfront that money. So I'm like, at the very least, we know these 100 people are coming because 50 of them are in the bungalows and 50 of them are in the chateau. And we told them in the chateau, like, we're covering your accommodations. You have to be there. You have to be
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched all videos, so I feel like I know about what your wedding will be. If you can give everyone just a little background on your venue, the setup. Yes. I, I, the moment you said, oh, the 45, I was like, I already know this. How do I already know
1: <laughs> <do> this? <laughs> to, well, that was one of the reasons when we were looking, we found our wedding planner, who was like a my in-laws' friend's daughter used this wedding planner. And that's how we found mm-hmm. her. American in France. It was perfect. And we told her two of the things we wanted was it to be able to accommodate a lot of people because we wanted it to like feel like a big party because we thought we wanted to do a week long. Mm -hmm. And we wanted it to be close to a major airport. So that's kind of how we got the chateau. It's an hour outside of Bordeaux, five hour train ride. Actually, it's like a five hour drive, three hour train ride from Paris. Like, very easy to get to. And we are there from a Saturday to a Sunday. So, eight nights. Nobody's really, we're not even staying that whole time. It's just kind of flex on both ends. If it's 45 people, 50, 45 people in the chateau, and then we have 25 bungalows that fit the two to six people. And then you have like the little bridal suite and other places. So the whole venue fits a hundred people. And we are doing events from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday. While we have the venue, it's a nice, like, all right, we're done. Thank you so much for coming. You may yeah, leave whenever weave. you desire.
0: <laughs> but yeah, what it events is are you doing? Lot.
1: So Sunday, we're doing like a welcome kind of games, yard games, like think like beer Olympic style icebreakers. We're not going to have as many people as I thought there until like Tuesday, Wednesday, but it'll still be fun. I think a lot of people in the Chateau will be there. So just kind of hanging out, getting over jet lag. Monday, we are having a winery come and do a wine tasting on site with us. So sommelier will be there. To explain that. And then we have charcuterie for everyone. So that will kind of be our hang. Tuesday, we have a trip to a little medieval village about 30 minutes from where we're staying called Saint Emilion. And that is another wine tasting, shopping, food, more wine tasting, and then more wine tasting. Um, so everyone should have fun. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday's our rehearsal dinner, which we are having everyone coming to. So it's like two full. Big meals Thursday the wedding Friday our little brunch and that's it. It's a lot, and then I'm gonna take a take an exhale and just chill, as you should.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's like a marathon wedding, but honestly, like you deserve because like this is the one time where you're like I get to. I love hosting a party. I love a party. I love hosting. I love a party. I love a party, and I love an outfit.
1: I love an outfit. I love Love an outfit. Like a whole week of fits, Whew, it's my favorite.
0: And it's all your favorite people. Yeah. It's all your
1: favorite people. And What, what else could you ask for? Exactly. <laughs> and the big thing, we didn't want to spend our wedding day being like, oh, we have to go say hi to my second uncle that you've never met. Oh, yeah. we have to go say hi to my dad's friend from college. Oh, we have to go, like spending all the whole wedding just going to, hi, how are you? Thank you so mm-hmm. much. So we're getting that all out of the way prior to the wedding. So all we have to do the wedding day is have fun.
0: Good. Love that for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That was, it was a big part of, we were just like, we just want to enjoy it. Just have fun. Oh, I love that.
0: Now you've also been extremely open and vulnerable about your life on TikTok, which I appreciate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you share that you're currently beating breast cancer. You mean to open has definitely helped so many so one, thank you if no one else has thanked you today. Like I think <laughs> women, especially women our age, being open about health, when I feel like generations before, it it's been so closed off.
1: Yeah. Has especially helped Especially cancer. It's like a yeah. C word. Like no one wants to talk about it. So if you're listening, go to yourself monthly breast exam. If you mm-hmm. don't know how, I have a video on my TikTok. It's pinned. First video you see. Um, Because that's how I found it. I did it on myself
0: and I noticed something wasn't right and I went to the doctor's. So I did see that you you found it yourself. I also saw that you went to the doctor and Ugh. there was a delay. Yes, there was
1: a delay. In getting your res- Yeah, and that was just you know what? I can't be mad at it anymore. It is what it is. Yes, I did a biopsy where they were going to check to see if it was cancerous. I'll preface this by saying every single person I saw, ultrasound, biopsy, they were like, "You're so young, it's fine, it's probably nothing." Like everyone had ingrained that in me. So we did yeah. the biopsy. And I didn't hear anything until I called the doctor's office. Receptionist answered. I said, hey, like, I haven't heard from my biopsy. Here's my name, blah, 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 blah. She goes, oh, it's benign. So like non-cancerous, that's why we don't call. We don't call you if it's nothing. And I, my text to my husband, well, it was my fiance at the time, was they said they don't call if it's nothing. That's crazy. Like, why wouldn't you want to know? Whatever. I was like, all good news, great forget about it. Six months later, I was like, okay, it has now moved from like an inch to like three inches of like pure hardness. Like something is wrong. Yeah. Ultimately, like tracked down my results that very clearly stated cancer. And it is what it is. It was just a bad employee, someone yeah. that maybe they didn't have, They, from what I've gathered, maybe they n- lost my report. No one ever saw it. I don't know. I don't really care. So delayed six months, but I am at the tail end now. So I have just started radiation in the last – this week. So I will finish four days before we leave for my wedding.
0: And you get to celebrate that ending in the best way. I know.
1: (laughs) It is like – so I got diagnosed when I was talking to the oncologist. And I was like, we're getting married in France like in October – like, can we do it? And every oncologist was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. We'll get you there. We'll do everything we can to get you there. Yeah. And it got to the point where I was like a month, two months past, like I start chemo and I call again. And I was like, you have to tell me if it's not going to work because I can't, like, this is our last shot to like yeah. shut it down because I can't shut it down when we get past a certain point. So they assured me and they were right. I mean, up up to the wire, but
0: we'll definitely be
1: able to celebrate a lot while we're there.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And how are, you, how are you balancing real life, wedding life, and also beating cancer? Yeah. Great question. I think this
1: month is probably the hardest with like the last minute wedding planning. I've been like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like who decided this? It's a lot. Work has been gracious and I've definitely had flexibility on that. And Honestly, it comes down to my husband. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He has definitely – I read a good quote where it was like, you know, it's not giving a relationship 50-50. It's knowing that together you have to give 100 and sometimes you'll give 20 and they'll be able to look at you and be like, I got you. I'll do the 80. And the last nine months, maybe I've been at a 10 to 40 and he's picked up that extra to kind of put us over the hump. And honestly, sharing online has helped me a ton just to process something, let it out, post it, and kind of let it go. So I'm doing that as well. But it's been great. I've talked so much about having cancer that now I'm kind of getting back to talking about my wedding. And I have a whole new following of people that are like excited with me. So yeah, yeah
0: it's great. Oh, okay. okay. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to hear some mess? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get messy. Today's friend of a friend of the bride is taking us to the West Coast to meet our lovely bride, Leslie. Leslie recently landed an amazing graphic design job with a well-known tech company. The competition was high during her junior year of college for the internship, as the company was well-known for hiring new graduates from her university. After three rounds of interviews... Okay, let's be real. That's a little much for an internship. (laughs) Leslie got the position, and when she graduated came that glorious full-time job offer she was waiting for. She was so grateful not to be in that awkward stage after graduation when you're questioning if it was all actually worth it. Been there.
1: (laughs) Still there sometimes. Still there.
0: (laughs) Leslie was extremely focused on her career. And as much as she hated to admit it, that focus shifted a bit when a new hire joined her team. Calvin. Calvin is brilliant. Tall. And a charming young coder. Thank goodness for Leslie, his charm didn't dissipate into thin air as soon as he opened his mouth, like it tended to do with the guys she's been swiping on lately. Calvin was hilarious and the perfect combination of sweet and confident, even a little mysterious at times. All right, Calvin and Leslie worked side by side most days, and Leslie began to look forward to going to work simply because she was getting to see Calvin. Everything turned playful and flirty. She felt like she was a rom-com waiting for the first plot twist to come, but it didn't. Calvin also couldn't hide his feelings for Leslie. Their workplace romance finally led them to a real date, which led to even more. Breakfast dates, dinner dates, and even sleepovers on work nights. They were sneaky, though, and agreed to keep their romance hidden. It was what was best for both of their careers. They'd arrive at work together, but time their entries apart and use different doors. Ooh. I know, that's a lot of work. (laughs) I know. Sure, everyone could suspect that they were hooking up outside of work hours, but there was never any evidence to prove it. Could you keep a relationship a secret? No.
1: Not at all. I can't keep one part of my life secret. I have like a weird (laughs) story and I'm like, TikTok will love this. (laughs) Okay, I
0: love that. I I just think there's a time limit to how secret it could be. And at a certain point, I'm like, Is there a reason that no one knows? (laughs) True. And, like,
1: what are you going to do? Wait until you come with a ring on your finger and then be like, oh, surprise, we've been lying to you all.
0: (laughs) Forever. Like, at a certain point, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're a liar. Yeah. Like, it's not just cute. We're past that point. (laughs) Right, right. Things grew more serious between Leslie and Calvin. They were exclusive and happy. Days turned into weeks, turned into months. Months transformed into years. And all of a sudden, it was almost their two-year anniversary. Would you keep a relationship a secret for two years?
1: No. I see, don't know how I, people do the hard launch now or the soft launching. I'm like, mm-hmm. someone, I saw one of my friends post the other day, and it was like, two years, I guess it's time for a hard launch. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, that's impressive. I'm like, everyone needs to see what I'm doing. Constantly. 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 <laughs>
0: Oops. See, I wouldn't post my fiancé for years on my feed, but I would post him and then put like a devil face over him or like a smiley face over his face. Okay. So and people
1: knew he existed.
0: They all knew he existed. And we were long distance for so long because he was in the army. He was in Germany. So my whole team knew I was like traveling Europe. Like they they knew. But I was just like, you guys just don't need to see this man's face. Like, what is the party line? There's no ring on my finger. You're not going to my gram. Like there's no. Right. Like, there's I like no, it. There was no reason for me Until one day I posted him and my coworkers were like, oh, we thought he was ugly. That's why you're doing that. I was like, oh.
1: You're like awkward. I feel like that was that was a little (laughs) shady to me. But you're like, oops sorry. (laughs) Well, but (laughs) isn't this surprise even better?
0: It's a little better. It's a little hurtful to me to think that's what you thought, but okay. Okay. Let it go. (laughs) That rom-com feeling never wore off for her, though. And she finally began to accept Maybe there wouldn't be a plot twist to throw all of those lovely feelings into question. Before she knew it, Calvin was whisking her off on a beachside getaway for their anniversary. He popped the question at sunset, and both their parents and siblings came out to surprise her. Everyone was ecstatic for both of them. Once news broke at work that not only were Leslie and Calvin officially together, but they were engaged, most of their coworkers were overwhelmingly supportive. Now, management insisted that Calvin moved departments for HR mm-hmm. reasons. Fair. But overall, it was a supportive environment. I get HR. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> One other woman in particular, who often worked with them both, Marissa, was elated by their news. Finally, I could tell he was in love with you right away. She said, grabbing Leslie's ring finger to examine the diamond. All Leslie could do was smile, but she liked Marissa. They became friendly during her internship and they even go out for wine after work a few times. Oh, wait a question. As someone who has a work bestie, I find it a little weird that the work bestie did not know (laughs) who she was dating.
1: Totally. I don't know of like that much work bestie if they did not know. Again, I share everything, so I can't judge.
0: Yeah. It's a little weird, though. (laughs) It is a little weird. Mirza then offered some help. Wedding planning is like another full-time job. If you need some help, let me know. I just helped my cousin with hers. Total doozy, but everything turned out gorgeous. Leslie could use all the help she could get. She'd yet to get together with her bridesmaids or maid of honor. That would be amazing, she said. All right, our friend of a friend of the bride is having us fast forward eight months. Most of the big stuff was out of the way, and all Leslie had to focus on was the little stuff. Finding the right shade of napkins for the reception and hounding people to complete their RSVPs. What is it with people on RCPs? <laughs>
1: I, I will never understand. Just do it.
0: Did we spoke about that for a little bit? But did you have a problem getting people to RCP by the deadline?
1: Ooh, we set our deadline very early. I actually was crazy. We sent our invite. We didn't send out save the dates. We just sent out an invite. It was a cute little passport book that I made. I had all the details. <laughs> so we sent out everything a year and a half in advance. So Ooh, like that's last. Great. February, yeah, February, March, we sent out everything. So, like, granted, it was very early. And then we wanted RSVPs, like, four months in advance. It was if you were in the chateau, you had to tell us six months in advance. And if you were coming to the wedding, you have to tell us four months in advance. Mm-hmm. Now, though, I'm hounding people for arrival details. I'm hounding them yep. for what events they're coming to. So that does not stop.
0: Thanks. Exactly. Just let me know. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. tell me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leslie had the help of her family and close friends. But having Marissa as a bonus planner was super helpful. Marissa was a huge help during it all. She calmed her nerves, made the annoying phone calls, and even had Leslie wondering if she should be part of her bridal party. Marissa also helped with things for Calvin and offered to help the groomsmen with their suits. So when Leslie pulled into the driveway at Calvin's, she wasn't entirely shocked to see Marissa's convertible front and center. She walked through the front door, as she always did, But on the other side of that door was a sight she'd never seen coming. Oh, no. Marissa was kissing Calvin. I'm very stressed out. (laughs) Oh, no. Her fiancé and coworker turned friend turned wedding planner were kissing. Now, at this point, do you swing first or do you go straight to yelling?
1: (laughs) I don't. I truly don't even know what I would do in that situation. Yell, probably cry and yell at the same time.
0: Same time. Exact moment. Yeah. (laughs) Leslie was weak in the knees. Calvin looked at her with red lipstick on his lips from their mutual friend. Leslie, it it isn't what you think, he stammered, trying to explain everything away. Marissa, on the other hand, she looked like she can go in for another kiss. Leslie felt dizzy. Her fairy tale was ripped away from her. Was any of this real? And of all people, Marissa? Marissa? All right, if you are our bride, Leslie, at this point, who are you hurt more by? Oh, your fiancé, by by far. A thousand percent.
1: I mean, Marissa was just trying to weasel her way in there for sure. Clearly, this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. So that was just fake, forget about it, fiancé. Oh, my gosh. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) I mean, she's better off without him. But man, Honestly,
0: same. Yeah. Same. I can go, Marissa said, and grabbed her purse from Calvin's dining room table. I mean, duh, what else would you do? <laughs> Leslie wasn't going to let her go that easy, though. She followed her outside, ready to confront the girl who she thought was her friend. What do you have to say about this? Marissa shrugged. She was smug. Leslie grabbed her by the arm when she went to walk to her car. I'm serious. Say something. You helped me with a sweating. You were friends with both of us. I just don't get it. You weren't the only one getting secret kisses at work. <gasps> Marissa rushed to her car and left, leaving Leslie standing there more confused than ever. What do you think Marissa meant by that comment?
1: Well, clearly this guy is not a good guy. <laughs> Nobody should be with him and <laughs> cheaters will never change their stripes. So... He was two-timing the two of them. But still, Marissa should have ended it when she knew they were engaged. Exactly. Both trash, honestly. Honestly, she should have even told her that sh- what was going on before it got too far into this wedding planning.
0: Exactly. I feel like Marissa knew they were dating and Leslie never knew Marissa was there. Right. Probably. Which is weird. A weird Leslie
1: idea. was probably supposed to be the forever girl.
0: Yeah. But they messed up. They messed up. They got caught. <laughs> Now, inside, Calvin sat with his face in his hands. She kissed me. She texted me and was insisting on coming over. Something about the pocket squares for the suits and saying he would be mad if this wasn't handled tonight. I said yes, and then she did that. Leslie had never seen Calvin so upset. Marissa's words stuck with her. Kisses in the office. How'd she know about that? Of course, Leslie and Calvin snuck kisses when they could, even way before their engagement. She said something about kisses in the office between you and her. Calvin's eyes went wide. Never. That was our thing. Leslie wanted to believe Calvin. He even told her that Marissa flirted with him as soon as he started working in their department, and he told her he wasn't interested. Why didn't Calvin share this information when they first started dating? Oh, totally. Totally. I can't believe anything he says now. I have trust issues.
1: I would be like, you're a liar. (laughs) I mean, my spidey senses are definitely tingling that he's a liar.
0: Yes. And whenever they, whenever like guys who cheat call someone crazy, I'm like, yes, you're lying. Yep. That is their go to. That is how I know you're lying. Yep. (laughs) It's for sure. That day, she told Calvin she needed some time and space to gather her thoughts. The wedding was put on pause something no bride wants to even think about happening. But Leslie could still hardly wrap her mind around everything. She ran through the details again and again. Everything from Marissa was fake. She'd been crushing on Calvin from day one. Was it all some built-up competition for Marissa, a game to get close to her and sabotage at all? Do you think it was a game for Marissa?
1: No, I think she probably actually really liked this guy and was just trying to do what she could.
0: But it was conniving and she should have yeah. not done that. Totally. And also that's the only thing that makes sense because you're putting in so much work for free. Like there had to be like, like deep love there. For free. Yes,
1: for free. <laughs> for I know free? when she was listing everything she did, I was like, oh my gosh.
0: Oh, gosh. I, was like, <laughs> I don't made even want to do that. For my own. Not at all. Every day at work was beyond awkward. Oh. Let's right. <laughs> Leslie wasn't around They worked together That's so messy (laughs) Leslie wasn't around Calvin as much After his department transfer But Marissa was in the same office And Leslie couldn't even stand to look at her Even though she was still hurt She missed Calvin He was giving her space for the most part But he'd sent flowers to her desk And a few sweet texts Telling her how much he loved her They needed to talk And talk they did Seconds into minutes, minutes into hours. They went on and on and on. Do you think they get back together?
1: I'm really hoping they don't. I think she really needs to talk to Marissa and hear more about these office kisses before making any decisions.
0: Exactly. Also, I strongly believe or I think cheaters don't change, but also they even if they did, even in some law world they did, it wouldn't be immediately. Like yeah. <laughs> disrespect right. takes time to get over. And, like, learn to respect you and do things properly. There's no way someone changes in a matter of weeks. Right. And with only a few more weeks until their wedding, Leslie called everything back on. No. As horrible as everything was, she knew Calvin well, and he was nothing like Marissa, who took pride in the havoc she caused. She had a motive to tear them apart because, unknowingly to Leslie, Calvin chose her instead of Marissa. I don't agree with her mindset. (laughs) Nope. It makes no sense because there shouldn't be a choice that you didn't know about. Right. Or a choice at all. Yeah. Or a choice at all. Totally. When their wedding day finally came, Calvin and Leslie promised to choose each other each day forward for the rest of their lives. They had the wedding of their dreams, bohemian style on the beach that strikingly resembled the place where Calvin proposed to her. Marissa wasn't invited to the wedding but she still crossed Leslie's mind when she looked at the reception napkins or the cake topper, Mm. all of which were influenced by Marissa's planning. But Leslie chose to look at the bright side of it. At least Marissa's advice and help were put to good use, even if the root of it all was rotten.
1: I guess she's making lemonade out of some lemons with that one.
0: Yeah, but add tequila because it's still trash. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what what is this? I, if she likes it, I love it.
1: If it works for her, I'm happy for her. And I hope he never hurts her. Yeah, but (laughs) that was too messy for me to continue on. Way too messy. All
0: right. Final predictions on their future.
1: Ooh. Do they make it?
0: No. Does Marissa try to re enter their lives?
1: What are you going to I don't think Marissa will try to reenter, but another girl will, or he will seek out. I hope he doesn't. I really hope he doesn't. But he got away with it once. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to be like, I can get away with it twice, three times, four
0: times. Exactly. Oh, this is their life My heart hurts. <laughs> All right. We have an update from a friend of a friend of the bride. Marissa was fired two months after Leslie's wedding. Forget this. Sharing trade secrets of the company with a competitor. Oh, well. So, Morris is messy. Morris is messy in personal life. Morris is messy in work life. Okay. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Leslie and Calvin were happily married for one year. When soon after their one year anniversary, Calvin was caught cheating again. Uh, and the two split. Sad. Leslie is very happy. Living her newfound single life.
1: Good. She better own that single life and she's gonna find a freaking great man.
0: Yes. I'm happy she left him. This was a little stressful. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) She shouldn't have gotten married. No, I just but you put so much time into your wedding and then ugh I mean you have to call it off, but I can see how hard that would be.
0: I can see how hard it would be, but also like where you gonna be harder. I know. Like, where are your girlfriends? Where's everyone being like, girl, no? Yeah. Like,
1: Especially in this day and age, I feel like everyone should be
0: like, no. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for joining. Of course. This was so fun. Oh, thank you. I think that your openness, and I know you, you joke about sharing everything in your life, is genuinely helping so many in many ways, whether it's wedding planning or health or being able to stand up and advocate for your own per- personal health helps so many people. So I just really appreciate it. And I'd Thank love for you. you to share whatever your next steps are with everyone listening. I know your wedding's in five weeks. I know your your radiation has just started. So anything that you would like to share, please do. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. I feel like that's it. Wedding is coming up. Yeah, I'm done with cancer treatment. I don't think I mentioned this, but it has been confirmed that there is no trace of disease inside of me, which Amazing. is excellent news. Obviously, there's a chance it can come back. Knock on wood that it doesn't, but preparing mm-hmm. you know, mentally in case it does. But you can find me online. My name is Justine S. Morris, and that's my <laughs> handle everywhere. And we'll be sharing more about the wedding if you want to know what a wedding at a French Chateau looks like and what a bunch of people that get really wine drunk at this French Chateau look like. I'll be sharing.
0: Perfect. All right. I'll put all your details in the podcast notes. Again, thank you so much for joining. I had so much fun. Thank you. I can't wait to see your wedding too. It's going to be beautiful.